Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Suga Burry. I am the host of Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Hats off to my producer, John, for that awesome opening. John, you are so good to me. I love that music. We have got a special day for you today. Um, This is a question that comes up often with girlfriends. You know, you're sitting around, you're having a beverage, you're talking, and all of a sudden one woman might say, what is wrong with my husband? And then she starts to share her views. And so today's topic is called, What's Wrong With You? The Male and Female Brain. And not only that, I have brought in the experts on male and female (laughs) brains. And that is Jay Bryan and Renee Kelvo. Welcome to him for her radio. Hey, it's so good to be here with you. I feel welcome, but also underqualified. I actually came here to learn about what you guys talk about. So, uh, but if you're, if I'm called upon to say something, I'll do my best. Well, listen up, Jay Brian, because we are going to get deep and we're going to get down in the dirt and we're going to get real, right, ladies? I'm so excited about this topic. Um, you know, um, I want to just introduce you guys a little bit, if I could. Um, they're both pastors, Jay Bryant and Renee Kelva, with the Living Waters Church. Um, HeartsIgnitingMinistries.com is their website, and they ignite hearts and revive marriages. But ladies, this is what I want you to know. I want you to go on their website. It's an amazing website. In fact, you guys, I'm kind of like a groupie. I've been Ugh. following you guys. I listen to your podcast. I think I'm like a better wife because of it. You'll have to check with my husband, Blair. But, <laughs> but I really love what you guys got on there. And again, I want you guys to look it up. Um, it's heartsigniting.com. And they do these marriage um, events where they facilitate them. Would you guys tell us a little bit about those events and how people can get tuned into that if they're interested? Well, it's called Love After Marriage, and uh, it's a workshop from Nothing Hidden Ministries out of California. And we've been doing uh, Love After Marriage workshops for maybe seven years now. We've done about 26 of them. In particular, we love doing the three-and-a-half-day workshops because those are intensives. Mm -hmm. And honey, tell them about what the intensives are like. Well, I think just in short, it's a lot of really amazing practical tools, but also really inviting God to do supernatural things in your marriage. Mm. And so couples come away with uh, getting healing where they need healing, get equipping uh, with tools that they need to really connect well as a couple, and they come away with vision for purpose and destiny together as a couple. And- you know, and, and it's true what they're doing, guys, because, you know, we've got a lot of shows that we've aired and then we've podcasted them. What's the number one hits? It's the one I did with the Kelvas, which is called How to Keep Your Marriage Hot. <laughs> so I want you to listen to that as well when you get a chance. You can find it on iTunes. Um, we are now broadcasted throughout the United States in select cities. So welcome if you're one of those new cities that are joining us. And today, again, we're going to talk about what's wrong with you. You, the male and female brain. <laughs> Let's get started. In Genesis 1, right off the bat, God says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. 
So let me pose this to both of you. I see John back in the booth. He's wondering about this question, too. He's like, what is up with this? If God indeed created us, he's got a sense of humor, because why are we wired so differently, male and female? Well, interestingly enough, it, when things first started, we were just like one. Isn't that right, Renee? Right. So when we look at how God created one being, the first person, it was all of his nature and character in that one being. And what's amazing about our privilege as husband and wife is that God decided it shouldn't all be in one being. There should be a, a, some of my character in a man and some of my character in a woman. And that's where you see Eve not getting created out of the dust like Adam, but mm-hmm. being created out of Adam's side, taking some parts of who he was, and now it's in women. And so one of the things is we need to recognize that those differences are divine design. Mm-hmm. Those differences are are on purpose, not just as a joke, but as a compliment to one another and as a way for us to demonstrate as men and women, whether it's in marriage or in community together, as men and women, we get to demonstrate the full nature and character of God by really honoring those differences. Listeners, do you already hear the wisdom pouring out of them? I'm so impressed. (laughs) You know, in Genesis 2, it says women, um, that we were created from Adam's rib, um, not to be stepped on, not to be lorded over, but instead to come alongside and complete a man. So I'm going to have a little fun with you two. I was laughing the whole time I was putting my questions together. Uh-oh. Um, you know, I, I'm going to first present some questions from the perspective of a woman thinking about men. And these are real ones I've heard. Like, I'm getting my nails done, and I'm like, ladies, what is it about men? And then they start to share some <laughs> of their stuff. And then as well, I picked a couple guys' brains on the second half of the show, as we're going to talk about it from a men's perspective, what they are thinking about women. So are you guys ready? We are ready. Yeah. Uh, Jay Brian is shaking. I don't know. I think he's not sure where I'm going <laughs> with my question. He is questions. the expert on maleness okay, here so, in the room. So. Here's the first one. I don't want you to address them all. I'm just going to pop them out like a bullet, and then you guys can take whichever ones you want. Okay. So Okay. Here's the first question. Men only have a one-track mind. <laughs> uh, why am I finding that you're frustrated that I'm talking to you while you're working? Um, why can't you watch the kids and do a task like I'm able to do? <laughs> um, what do you mean I'm nagging? I'm not. I'm just trying to make things better. And how come you're not as sweet when we're working on a project as you are when you want to make love? <laughs> and then why can't I drag you away from the football game? I mean, you know, these are just off-the-top Current questions women have asked me. Go ahead, Jay, Brian, and Renee, and take whatever question you want. Well, first of all, I want to reserve the next 10 shows, and we'll just take <laughs> each one of these questions one at a time. And I think starting right now, we can That's get the right. first one. Go. I'm, I'm happy to go with the one-track mind thing. Do you know men were actually we're wired to have that particular uh, uh, deal going on in our minds? We are actually wired to be thinking every now and again about getting closer to our spouses and there's uh, all You're kinds talking of, about physically. Yes, I am. Making sure. Just yeah. clarifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. It's a family show. But but I just want to say that I think I think that it's normal and it's natural and all that stuff, but that we can get a bad rap for that. We can get this rap of being, um, you know, men are pigs. And the reality is, is that God wants us to be close together and mm-hmm. he makes us to want to pursue one another. And so I think that's that's a good thing if if we um, foster it in a correct way, which to me is a godly way. The closer I get to God, the more likely I'm going to be the best possible mate for myself. You know, isn't that the truth? Right. And I think it's interesting when we when we see that, we see that single focus. And you you talked about a lot of different questions that all have to do with that. It has mm-hmm. to do with single focus. Brian just addressed having single focus on physical intimacy at times. 
But like what is important to note is that men's brains are created for more localized, single focus type thinking. Hmm. And so where I might be able to kind of focus on multiple things at once and Here's the big um, secret that we don't want anyone to know is we can't really focus on multiple things at once. We might be able to do multiple things at once. Men can actually focus very single-mindedly at certain things. And we will be frustrated as women unless we work with that way of his brain working. So, for example, if I talk to him about something, it is in my best interest to not talk to him about something when he's in the middle of a task Mm -hmm. because his actual brain function wants to pursue just getting that You know, task that done. is so making sense. You know, as I knew I was going to do the show, I was really studying my husband this week. <laughs> and this is exactly what I ask him a question if he's in the middle of it. And he's just got to stop it and turn it, look at me. And I have to say, it wasn't always completely positive. So thank you for that <laughs> insight. Yeah, I think it's an important thing, again, to note that it's don't take it personally, mm-hmm. just to recognize, okay, we do process things in different ways. And to see it as a gift to me, it is a gift to me that when my mind is going a million directions, my husband can be very focused on the one thing that needs to happen right now and help me get completion on that one thing. And so, and to recognize that his brain on purpose is made that way. Mm -hmm. So if he's pursuing me physically, he's one track minded, singly pursuing me. Watch out, baby. Yes, exactly right. He's got his focus. Don't interrupt him. Exactly right. You know, I got a question. Um, I find that when we would go on long RV trips or road trips, I'd ask my husband when I was really quiet, honey, what are you thinking about? (laughs) And all of a sudden he said, nothing. Help me understand that. And you thought he was lying. Yes, I did, actually. I'm like, no, come on. You're thinking about something. Tell me what. Okay, babe, is it really possible to be thinking about nothing? Well, technically, no. But at a certain point in any day, men do like to recharge. And that's a real thing. And I think I would dare say it's virtually all men. There's a certain point where they make up their minds, I'm going to be busy doing this task, this task, this task all throughout the day. But they reach a certain point where they go, I need to recharge. And to what somebody else might go, uh, well, you're just watching TV. That's not recharging. That really is a great introduction into the nothing box. Right. (laughs) Right. And the nothing box is a real thing. Uh, It's something that he can go into the nothing box which is not always the TV. Sometimes it's fishing. Sometimes it's sitting driving and, yeah. and really not thinking. But it's it's an opportunity for them to get out of that logical thought process mm-hmm. and to, to be recharging. For us, we're constantly taking data. I'm always in. thinking something. Yes. You know, there's always something on my mind. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm usually 10 steps ahead right. of my next thought. Uh, you know, which brings me to the comment um, that I had mentioned. When we are talking to our husbands, why do they view us sometimes as nagging instead of just trying to enhance the situation? Babe? What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, talk about how I nag Here, you. this is what I'm, I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Okay, if you're just listening <laughs> yes, for yes. the first time, this is Suge Burry him for her radio. <laughs> I welcome you. I got to get real for a moment. You guys, we are having so much fun. We tell it like it is. There is no other radio show like this one where we tackle the tough, hot topics of today. Yeah, you see it on TV, you see it on radio, but that's secular. We're talking about through the lens of Christ and his word. We are here to share your joys, your challenges. Ladies, this is your show. 
Please join us in bringing the gospel of Christ to women wherever they are, through radio, through speaking engagements, women going directly into prison ministry. Ladies, I want you to share in my passion and what God is doing. I am asking, if God is pulling on your heartstrings, would you give? Would you go to him for her? It's spelled H-I-M, who's God, him, number four, her, ministries.org. You'll get a front row seat to witness Christ setting women free as they cross over from death to eternal life. Amen. Would you please join us? And here we are. Okay, I have given you guys at least 30 seconds to think about this. So Jay (laughs) Bryan and Renee Kelva with um, heartsigniting.com. They are sharing with us what is wrong with you, the male and female brain. We've been talking about men and why they think women are nagging. And then we're going to move on to the women's topics next. Well, Renee's going to talk about something in just a second. But my very first thought about that, that nagging thing, is that men want to be successful. And they want to be successful, especially in the eyes of their spouse. Mm. And so when words like that are coming at them, even if it's all good and positive and remind, don't forget to do this. And you said you were going to, and whatever all the stuff is that goes with that, all of those are reminders to them or could be reminders to them that they're not successful in their Mm. spouse's eyes. Mm. What she thinks about me is super important. And if she thinks that I'm successful, nagging is probably the exact opposite of thank you for cleaning the garage, honey, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Or I saw that you got a raise in your in your paycheck and that's just awesome. that's amazing. That really helps us. And anything that's not that, it's not fair to women, but anything that's not that to a guy is failure, failure. I So not, even I'm if you're enough. just trying to enhance a situation or you have suggestions or something like that, then it's considered a nag. It might be. It's not our first thought that we're being successful. Yeah. You know, that's a good point because scripture tells us in Ephesians 5, we're supposed to respect our husbands. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes hand in hand with that. Thank you. I'm going to work harder on that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Me too. Because that I think that was really good insight and in just recognizing that in just trying to give information or say what I need, I might be giving you the message that you're not good enough and mm-hmm. you're not doing enough. And so there's probably a way as women we can do that differently. And we need to practice, don't we? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't come naturally to have to really think and rephrase your words. No, especially if we're operating out of our feelings in that moment. Mm-hmm. And and that can... I never do that. I'm always logical. <laughs> well, we... I Oh, your husband's here as a special guest. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, anyway, I just think it's important. The other thing I think that with nagging, oftentimes it's if we're covering multiple things at a time, Mm -hmm. there's this and there's this and there's this and there's this. And I think sometimes as women, we need to be uh, selective and intentional about what it is that we want to bring to our husbands. Make a priority list. Yes. And and the timing Mm -hmm. for how we bring that, because otherwise that can feel like multiple things that we're putting on their plate at one time. And that kind of leads to a shutdown uh, which we don't want as women. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So here's a perspective from men, and and don't laugh too hard. It is true. All of these questions I'm going to ask, I have heard other men say about women. <laughs> so, first of all, they didn't use my name in front of it, but but why does it take so long to tell a story? That might be one. <laughs> men think about that with women. Just get to the point. Um, why do you use so many details? Why do you always want to talk? I mean, there was one time we drove to the cabin. I think I talked the whole time. And he said, today, I was just preparing you for radio, Shug. <laughs> All I hear coming out of your mouth is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the foghorn? <laughs> yes. Not going to work. 
So, and then also, why do women tend to remember every single detail of an argument versus men are like, what? Did we actually talk about that? I can't remember that. Here's another one. How come when you were in the mood just a minute ago, you're not in the mood anymore? Why are you so indecisive? How come women change their mind, even about menus? You know, you're looking, or or, uh, there's a better table over there. Can we move over there, honey? Um, And so these are things that men wonder about. I'd like to hear both of your viewpoints on any of those. Renee, I desperately want to know why that is. Why why is this table not as good as that table? Why is the menu item that you just ordered not as good as the one that you're about to? Tell us. Well, I think once again, I'm going to, I'm going to claim brain damage. No, Um, I'm going to claim the the difference between how our brains operate. That's the scientific piece of it. There's this, this uh, reality that women use more white matter in their brains, which is the parts of our brains that network all the other parts together. Hmm. This is where that craziness can come into play. So now no longer am I just looking at one or two aspects of what's on the menu or where we sit, but I'm pulling in memories, emotions, thoughts mm-hmm. about all kinds of different things, which may cause me to so, come so across as indecisive. Saying, you come into a restaurant, you look at the table, and you look at the table in the far corner, and you're thinking to yourself, Renee, I think Jay Bryan would like that table better. It's much more romantic and it's quiet. And you've already sat down, so it's no big deal for us to want to stand up and move. I hear you, sister. Yes. I think it's called bringing excellence there you into go. the picture. And I can even, when I hear you describe that, both of you, that makes sense to me. But the way it looks to some men like this guy. <laughs> Are uh, you pointing is, at John? I'm pointing at myself. <laughs> John's amazing. but Let's just but blame all that on John. If, yeah. To us, it looks like a pinball machine rather than um, a tapestry of c- interconnected, woven, beautiful threads and so on. Um, it's a pinball machine where it's like, Make up your mind, and the ball's going all over the place. Right. And I get that there's a purpose behind it, but it doesn't always look like art to us. Right. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I think your brain is going soft. <laughs> exactly. That was our last date that you uh, said that. To John, me. do you have any that ha- make women look good? <laughs> Sometimes my brain gets real starved. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's my You know favorite. what? Dad's got a sense of humor, doesn't he? He's wired us so differently, and especially with these questions. I just really can't encourage you guys enough um, that we just need to get the love thing right in our relationships and in our marriages. Um, Renee, you wanted to share something about that. Go ahead. I think just to understand, for example, what Brian was just saying about, you know, to me, it looks like this. We can help one another out when we're processing things differently mm-hmm. by communicating about it. Yeah. I could say, hey, I'd like to switch tables because I think it looks more romantic. Mm-hmm. And and he, he might be totally on board for that. The other thing is really having some understanding about how the other person thinks and operates. We know that it's not a generalization for everybody. But as a couple, if I realize how he thinks, then I'm going to pick my times for communication differently. I'm going to decide how, you know, how I engage in a task together and know mm-hmm. what to expect instead of hoping that he can be all warm and fuzzy while we're also staining the deck. So I got a couple questions for you guys on what does a good conversation look like? What does it look like when we're Mm. uh, trying to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord? But before we do, if you guys are just tuning in, my name is Sugarbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. I want to pause for just a moment in our conversation. Hang on. We're going to get right back to it. I want our listeners to be involved as part of this. Ladies, imagine with me. 
if we could just bring the gospel of Christ to women across the United States and internationally through radio, through speaking engagements, at women's conferences, and women's prisons, yes, women's prisons, mentoring those women as they re-enter society in the darkest corners of the world. Hey, ladies, women are women. Renee, isn't that the case? Women are women. We all battle with the same issues. So will you join me and him for her, it's H-I-M number for her ministries, to get the love thing right. I do this for the Lord. It all goes to the cause of bringing the gospel of Christ to all women. So would you join me in giving what you can, big or small, according to your blessings, and expect, ladies, to be blessed immeasurably more than you could ever ask or or imagine by Jesus Christ? Please go online to himforherministries.org, partner with us, join us in the greatest adventure ever, women helping women. Amen? And so, Jay, Brian, you had a chance to think about this, and so did you, Renee. Um, Think about, you know, the differences. What's wrong with you, the male and female brain? Share with us what we can do to probably practice the conversation or do a better job of being aware of our our husband's um, or or our boyfriend's uh, feelings so that we can get the love thing right. Well, one of the things that we've learned to do, and we've really gotten super good at it in the last few years, is instead of making a decision and then discussing options, um, Renee knows, for example, that I love discussing all the options and then making a decision. If you reverse it, which used to always happen, right? (laughs) It's like, okay, what do you want to do? Then we make a decision. Or we could do this. That brings us to that booth uh, example right there. We decided to sit at this booth. Now we're moving around. That frustrates me. So putting all the options out there and being comfortable with each other, having not made a decision about a direction that our family's going to go or that we're going to do, and then making the decision is super stress relieving for me. Right. So coming to that kind of a solution happened through communicating with one another, really identifying where are the the places that you repeatedly have conflict around. And it, we repeatedly had conflict around making a decision and then looking at options later. And so, so you got to pay attention to that. So pay attention to those places. What are repeat offenders mm-hmm. for those things that bring um, an escalation to your, that keep your relationship hot in the wrong way, let's say. We used say. to call them peace stealers. Peace stealers mm-hmm. in the relationship. Then you have a, a discussion out of the the goal of protecting our connection and our love. How do we solve this? How do we... Uh, what what can we do together? You resolve that. Mm-hmm. The other piece is that you have to know what you want when you're having communication. As women, there's sometimes we're just sort of, uh, just honestly, we're just throwing stuff out there, hoping something's going to stick. And I think we have a responsibility to know what it is I need to communicate. Mm-hmm. And that men and women both then our job when communication's happening is to let that person know I'm actually hearing what you're saying. Before I try to change anything, before I defend myself, any of that, I want to use language that helps you to know this This is what I hear you saying. Is that so what right? I, what I'm hearing you saying right now is, is that if we're having a conversation, you'd like me to be able to repeat back to you and give you an idea that I heard you. Right. So you know what would really be helpful? Because you can, it's just hard to pull that out of the air with your husband or, or your spouse and, and, and your lover, your boyfriend, whatever the situation is. Have them listen to the show. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're listening to two sides of the coin. We're hearing, I, I, hey, it makes sense to me. 
But then to go back and explain it is a lot more difficult than saying, hey, let's listen to the experts, the marriage experts, if we could. Jay Bryan and Renee Kelva <laughs> with HeartsIgniting.com. Go to their website, check out their podcast, check out everything else that they have on there. It is just amazing. I am your groupie. I just love everything that you guys have to say. Now, we only have a minute left. Would you guys come back again? Oh, we, we would love we to. We would love to. I don't feel like we like fixed everything we yet. We didn't. So I we definitely didn't. And we isn't that, that the case with women? I don't know why men, you know, women do that. We sit down, we get it done, we get it out there. And, and sometimes it takes us a little longer to get our words out. <laughs> but there's so many questions we have. Um, there's also another show I would like to do called, Why Do You Try to Fix It When All I Want You mm. to Do Is Listen? Ladies, you know yeah. where I am on that. Yeah. Would you guys come back again and do that with me? Yes. Yes, we'll figure it out and we'll come back. Awesome, awesome. And ladies, if you're listening and you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I got to tell you, he's got to be at the center of your marriage because the closer you come to God, the closer you come to each other. Ladies, I thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jay Bryan and Renee Calva with Hearts Igniting Ministries. I love you, ladies, over and out. (laughs) 